right now. Brought to you by Ford, built for Texas, built for you. Dallas Cowboys Executive Vice President Stephen Jones, good afternoon, sir. Good afternoon, guys. How are you doing? We're doing okay. We're doing okay. Obviously, the news never stops happening with the Cowboys. Were y'all, were y'all in the know or already anticipating that at some point there could or would be a suspension for Lyle Collins? Yes, we were aware that uh, there was something in, uh, that it was in the works and, of course, didn't know the magnitude or uh, the details, but uh, certainly we're in the loop. Is it is it weird to you, Stephen, that he was been tested 180 times in 18 months? Well, uh, you know, I, I just uh, we're not going to be able to comment on any of the details of uh, our testing programs and that type of thing. I just uh, certainly we're aware of everything, and we're uh, Lyle and his representations doing what uh, uh, what they're doing in terms of uh, you know any type of. Uh, uh, work they need to be doing in, in, in terms of uh, they want to appeal anything or anything along those lines. So uh, certainly, uh, you know, we're aware of it, understand it, and understand, uh, uh, you know, what's going on at the moment, and uh, we'll have to prepare as such. And, and I understand not getting into specifics for sure. I'm curious if you can tell us general are your team policy or is the team allowed to punish players individually for missing tests? Or is that something that is outside of what the NFL does? Is that not allowed by the NFL or is there something that y'all have in place to punish players for missing tests? No, the league strictly handles that. Uh, certainly you can address suspensions and things like that in a player's contract. But uh, as far as league testing and those type of things and any punishment that goes with uh, you know, lack of cooperation or what they deem lack of cooperation or failed test uh, strictly lies within the governance of the, the NFL. So what we get is just reading, you know, media stuff. I know we're in the media. But As a matter we- of fact, we're not even aware of, you know, what's going on, if he's missing tests or not missing tests. That's mm. between the player and the league. Okay, so when it – after this has happened, it, Friday afternoon is when, you know, the public got the news and we got the news – uh, does Lyle call up and say, I can't believe does like, how does that go? Does he like, I can't believe this. I didn't think that this was going to be a suspension for missing a few tests or how did like that Like I said, guys, I'm not going to be able to get into any type of detail here. As you is, can imagine, it's a very sensitive issues and we can't get into any of the details of this other than, you know, we received notice that he was going to be suspended for five games. We were aware that there was a certainly, uh, certainly some, uh, work in progress as it was uh, coming around here uh, this fall, but uh, really that's all we can say about okay. it. I don't think this one goes into this situation, but when does Lyle Collins get to practice again with the team to get prepared to come back for the season? Like I said, once everything's finalized, we'll be able to say say more, uh, but usually the rules are they get to come and work with the team halfway through the suspension. Now, Stephen, with these situations, do you have a stress ball or something you like to throw whenever stuff like that pops up, or how do you handle it personally? I think I said it uh, before. I mean, the uh, the biggest thing you, you worry about with our job is just what you're going to wake up to on Monday morning, Tuesday morning, et cetera, uh, whether it's a COVID test, whatever it may be, uh, you know, just the news you might get from, uh, you know, what might have happened in the past so uh that you're going to have to obviously deal with but certainly uh 
Mike and our coaching staff, that's part of being in the NFL, whether it's an injury, whether it's testing, whatever it may be, uh, you certainly have to prepare a football team to know that it's the next man up and you got to go to work. Is the obviously inquiring Cowboys fans want to know, is the next man up in terms of this Chargers game? Are you going to be looking at the depth with your natural tackles or is there at least consideration or discussion about moving Zach Martin out there after how McGovern looked at guard? We always discuss everything, uh, every opportunity uh, that are out there, your best look. And, uh, you know, certainly our, our coaches are doing that. Uh, uh, we've certainly been pleased with how our, our tackles have played in the preseason. Obviously still got a lot of work last year and we signed Niseki, uh to be the swing tackle. So, you know, we feel good about our situation. Just like last week, Connor McGovern stepped in and did a uh, an outstanding job. We suspect whatever happens this week uh, for the same thing to happen. Outside of getting the reps in preseason, I understand the importance of that. Anything in particular from Steele and Inseki that you saw in practices or in those preseason games that leads you to that level of confidence? Just uh, Yes, I just think in general they've been able to do their job uh, when – called upon in games, uh, you know, uh, certainly still had a, uh, a really nice off season in terms of getting stronger, uh, getting better. And, uh, he obviously got invaluable experience last year. And, uh, and then of course, Naseki just uh, looking at his full body of work over a tenured career. Uh, you know, he's been, been able to be a pro and go in there and, and, and do the job of playing that swing tackle wherever he's, uh, been asked to do that. So, you know, between the, the two tackles there, we feel really good about our options. Stephen Jones joining us here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan, as he does every single Monday. I tweeted out uh, Thursday night during the game that having Cedric Wilson is a luxury. Like that, Having that guy uh, as your fourth receiver is a luxury, and then the Michael Gallup news happens. And I, I know it's like the depth is there, and he's good. How much when y'all were looking before the season? How were you sitting there going, man? This is we do have so much depth at the wide receiver position. Did you think you'd have to ever use it and dip into it? Well, that's why you have it, and uh, of course, rarely whether you know the same can be said about our linebackers, our defensive line. I mean, that's why you you, you go through all these machinations is to have depth because the nature of our game, uh, just uh, the injury nature of our game. It's, just look around the league. It's not just, you know, something that happens to the Cowboys. It happens, you know, you get bad luck like the Ravens have had the last couple of weeks. Uh, I mean, that's why you carry the players that you carry, and, and you do have to have depth. You do have to draft well, and uh, and then you throw on top of that the COVID challenge and the, uh, any other uh, issues that you have where a player may have to miss games for whatever the reason, like Lyle's situation. Uh, you're certainly going to uh, – you know, you're going to be using your depth as the season goes. So it's uh, it's just uh, it's part of our league. It's a part of our game. Uh, you know you're going to end up, uh, I think Mike said when he won the uh, Super Bowl championship that they used 75 football players that played in games. And, uh, you know, that's just, uh, you know, part of the journey when you're uh, uh, playing a season. Rarely does any team in this league go without having challenges uh, with players missing games. So you go from arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, who's in his 40s, to the rookie of the year quarterback in Justin Herbert coming up this Sunday. 
Is he the guy that concerns you the most? Obviously, the Chargers defense played pretty well against Washington. Can you talk about your next opponent here? Yeah, I mean, first of all, hats off to uh, Herbert. I mean, what a what a great year he had last year. Uh, you know, being rookie of the year is uh, special. Certainly, uh, he started up right where he left off last year. Last year, he had a great uh, game against the Washington football team. Uh, really played the position at a high level. And uh, certainly it's going to be a big challenge for us. Uh, same holds true. We played a great defense last week in the Bucks, And uh, certainly uh, these Chargers are well coached and uh, are going to present their own challenges in terms of how we move the football. And uh, like I said, our hands are going to be full uh, with Herbert and what he and his offense do as well. So they're, they're a really good football team. And uh, uh, we're going to have to have a great week of practice, get prepared and Go into SoFi Stadium there. It'll be interesting. We played last year uh, there to open the season with the Rams, and it was empty. And got a little taste of last night. It looked like uh, they were having some fun there in L.A. So, you know, it'll be on the road again, and we'll we'll have those challenges that go with playing on the road. But uh, I expect our guys to answer the bell. Now, I just saw this, that Kellen Moore called 28 runs for the game against Tampa Bay the other night, and Dak checked out a 12 of those. And I'm kind of curious about this because whenever Dak was a rookie, I'm not sure that he had that same ability to, to be able to make that kind of decision and, and, and how he's grown over time. Is it just complete faith that Dak of, of what Dak sees whenever he's lined up out there now? Absolutely. And I, I think you looked at, uh, you saw that Bucks defense and how they were lined up out there. They were set on stopping the run. They got a great defensive coordinator and Todd Bowles and it was rough sledding in there, but, uh, Certainly, you know, you hope as, as we go here that uh, we see the looks to, to run the football because I do think we, we'll be able to run the ball effectively uh, as the season goes here. So certainly uh, they'll take a look at that. They'll take a look at our run-pass ratios and uh, uh, make any changes they feel like need to be done. But bottom line is what you said. They have complete confidence that Dak uh, has a great feel for what he's seeing out there and certainly trying to get us in the very best possible play. Uh, for us to uh, win the down and uh, move the football. Outside of the obvious answer being talent acquisition along the way, whether it's the defensive front or any other spot on the team, what what are some of the routes to improvement, especially when you talk about that, like have a good week of practice? Like what all goes into that where you can say this is a good week of practice or I can see the team getting better in this specific aspect? I think it's just execution. Uh, Certainly pace of play, having good crisp practices, but executing and uh, seeing that you you got a great feel for the game plan and you're uh, you know that the players feel like they know what they're doing so they can play fast and you know I think coaches get a feel for that. We had a, a really good week of practice leading up to the uh, Bucks game and uh, you know in general we've gone out and uh, had good practices in terms of uh, uh, most of training camp. So uh, you know we've had the occasional one where Mike's had to get them together and say hey we got to. Uh, you know, we got to be better in these areas at practice. And uh, But uh, I do think at the end of the day, it's just uh, the execution of the game plan, making sure the players uh, know what they're doing, they're communicating uh, so they can play fast and uh, certainly gives you a much better opportunity when you know these great athletes know exactly what they're doing and, uh, and, and can make plays on the ball. Certainly, I think on defense, that led to a lot of the, uh, the turnovers. Guys were playing fast, making plays, 
And uh, I just think it's uh, really having a great feel for your game plan, being able to execute it, and, and then, you know, your style of play and your pace is, uh, you know, a big deal for, uh, especially when you, you feel like you have good players that you get the ball to on, on offense, and certainly defense can run run to the ball, sideline to sideline, and uh, certainly make the plays on the ball, like a D-Law uh, having the perfect punch out, textbook punch out, uh, certainly getting some tips and some picks there, and then getting your helmet on the ball and being able to uh, recover a fumble there, all those things go into, uh, you know, winning football. And, uh, you know, we had two big things happen to us. Unfortunately, we didn't win the game, probably because of red zone execution. But it's, uh, you know, when you win that turnover battle and you win that time of possession, you give yourself a great opportunity to win a football game. We had the opportunity. We just, unfortunately, we didn't finish. Yeah, you you told us, Stephen. I mean, to our faces, that like, hey, we we made this commitment during the off season to change this defense a lot, not only in the personnel, but with the coaching staff and everything. From what you saw, and I know they're still young. And Jerry told us Friday there's still a lot of room for improvement there. But from what you saw, was that part of what you guys hoped to design for what this defense was this year? Certainly, and don't get me wrong, we've got a. Uh, we've got a lot of things we can improve upon, but I think you did get a taste of, uh, uh, you know, the type of brand of football that we're going to play this year. And I do think our players executed well. They played fast. Uh, they certainly made plays on the ball. I mean, you're playing against a Super Bowl offense that probably has the greatest uh, uh, player to ever play our game. Uh, and Tom Brady, is cert- especially if you measure it by championships, uh, no one's done it better than him. And you know, uh, certainly he got his, but uh, also think our defense gave us opportunities with the turnovers, and uh, you know, certainly uh, got them out uh, many times when we needed to. So uh, uh, we just uh, got to continue to get better. I do think, uh, you know, uh, we're a team that's on the ups. I mean, we're we're young. We I, I think we're only going to get better as the players get more comfortable with what Dan's asking them to do. I think they'll continue to improve, and I think Dak is. We all know hadn't had a lot of reps since he hurt that ankle almost a year ago and had the unfortunate uh, issue with his shoulder in training camp. But uh, you certainly wouldn't have known it seeing him out there uh, playing. And uh, But I do think the chemistry there on the offensive side of the ball has tremendous upside to only get better. So Jerry mentioned that on Friday with us, and he talked specifically about guys that weren't on the field Thursday night that can really impact the defense as the season goes along. Can you give us maybe some updates on how your second-round pick Joseph is doing, how quick maybe Hooker can can play uh, more snaps, and, and those couple guys that maybe could make impacts as the season progresses? Well, I think those will be some of the first guys you see. Uh, although another guy who we didn't put on, any type of reserve list was a Golston, and he'll start working back into practice this week. We'll see how he responds. But then the two you just mentioned should, uh, I think we'll see, uh, I think we'll see Hooker in a uniform this week more than likely. And then uh, uh, certainly Joseph, I think he'll, he'll be on the DTR for a short period of time uh, before he, uh, before he's ready to come back as well. So, uh, you know, we do have some good football players that, uh, should be making their way uh, onto the football field here over time. Now, I know plenty of news, not all great in the immediate aftermath of that loss to Tampa Bay, but it seems like there was a pretty fantastic football game going on Saturday. What did you think about Arkansas whipping the bejesus out of Texas? (laughs) Well, uh, certainly, uh, you know, it's my alma mater. Uh, 
My three girls, to be clear, though, both went to the University of Texas. So, uh, <laughs> and my nephew was on the sideline there uh, as he's a, a player there at Texas. And uh, my son's uh, on the Arkansas sideline. So it was nice to see. I will say, uh, say this, it was a huge, huge win for the Razorback program. But uh, uh, we've been on the wrong end of that probably more times than we'd like uh, when the Hogs have played the Longhorns over a over a period of time, but uh, it was a big, big win for our program, and uh, certainly Sam Pittman did a great job with the football team, but I'm sure uh, the Longhorns are going to get get it right as well, and they're going to have a great great year as well as we do have family on, on, on both of those football teams. Appreciate the time very much, Stephen. We will catch you again next Monday. Sounds great, guys. Thank you.